What is up, people? This is episode 264, and before the episode even starts, and you will hear this again after it starts, this is a major, major spoiler-filled episode about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. We do this, Jay and I, like Ken Calcutta and I did the Batman. We go deep dive, we spoil the plots, we spoil some key scenes, but we also give our honest opinion about each performance and what the story was like overall. So if you're into that, please listen. And remember, the most spoiler-filled version of our podcast is when we do these new movies. So you have been warned. Oh, and we do some little pop culture stuff at the end where some things we're watching and whatnot. So... Listen now, comment and share. As I've said before, even if you're an asshole, we'll take it, just as long as you're clever. And uh, thank you, and the episode starts right after the box, which, of course, is now. She actually changed her name to SRA of 44. Oh, yeah, I saw it. What was a... Uh... Oh, that's what I saw in one of your posts, that yeah. her team name was uh, that on there. Yeah. So the last one was, dude, your shots are like all my Facebook messages to my ex-girlfriend. Desperate, pathetic, and every one of them gets blocked. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's her. That's her. Yeah, again, probably still over his head. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. He's like, gets blocked. Why are you trash talking for basketball? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the wrong sport. Yeah. My sister's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you ready to get started? Yeah. All right. Well, we are back. Uh, this episode is well. Let me, let me throw that. Well, first off, let me say who's here. It's just me and Jay. So say hi, Jay. Hi. And no one's here. And much like the Batman episode, I'm going to throw a caveat probably in the in the bumper to open this and let you guys know that this is a spoiler filled episode for Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse of Madness, the second Doctor Strange movie. It's hard to take a deep dive into these. And I used to try to fight the spoilers yeah. when we were doing this podcast, but then I we had such good luck with the Batman. It was super downloaded, and I think people gravitated towards it that I was like, fuck it. That's what we're going to do all the time. So yeah. this episode, going to be a long dive into that. Of course, we got some pop culture stuff, or, or a potpourri to throw at you in the throw it to somebody segment. I just can't be missy. So. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into that, though... Uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do multiverse of madness, which the only reason you or I are here it's the only reason it's you and I because one we knew Tom wasn't gonna go see it. Yeah. I mean it's not his bag until it comes out, and two Bender I, I have no excuses for Bender. Tom did at least say for Thor he'll probably see that in theaters. Yeah, but that you know that's a, that looks like a different kind of movie. That's yeah. the kind of movie that anybody whether they're a superhero fan or not because yeah. why Taika Waititi although we did learn that he's not as huge of a Taika Waititi fan. Based yeah. on his love or his lukewarm love, because he said when he finished it, he did enjoy uh, our flag means death. Yeah, but he, it took him a while to get there. Yeah, where I was in love with it from the opening scene. <laughs> yeah, I was too. Yeah. So, but anyway, so that said, I'll just start telling you. Uh, I went and saw this Thursday. We had a canceled soccer game because of all the rain. So Thursday, Kaylin or Hayden kept asking me, "When are we going to go see it? We can't go see it Friday. We got the Mother's Day tournament. We can't go see it this day." Because the Mother's Day tournament, it's free comic book day. There's, there's so much stuff going on. So when we got a canceled game Thursday, I was like, sh- I said, hey, your game's canceled. And she warmed the bus. Said, so we're we getting tickets. So I was just waiting on you to see if we're going to take a friend. Or it's, So she said, no, just make it me and you. And so we went at, we went and saw like the four o'clock showing. Yeah. And um, was it packed? No, but there were surprisingly more people in there than I expected. There were more people in there at four o'clock on a Thursday than there was for me at. 
10 o'clock on a Sunday morning for the Batman. All right. So we went Friday at 5 o'clock, and there were maybe a dozen people in our theater. That's it's weird because that they're making so much money. But you you you're you're like me. You remember pre not even just pre pandemic because I've seen some some slow movies. But yeah. like when we were in our twenties, even thirties, to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for opening weekend theaters packed all the time. Oh yeah, I don't see that. I don't see how they're. I mean, I know ticket prices are one. Yeah, but they're just making so much money. Well, the thing is, at the theater we went to, they had it at. Four, four thirty, five, five thirty, six, six thirty. More screens. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and that's the way it was. We went to the Mid Rivers. Yeah, uh, which is uh, it's the closest. So we went to that theater. I'm guessing you guys went out to we Town, Town Square. Oh, you went to Town Square. Okay, yeah, which is close to you. You have two super yeah. close to you. Uh, yeah, I mean, and and it's on pace to make. I can't remember how much. It's like it I, was. They adjusted it. They had to readjust it. Mm-hmm. But it was like 183 million. Yeah, I know. It, I know exceeded what uh, Batman did last month. So that's something. Or two months ago. That means it's getting better every time. Yeah. Which, and uh, I don't think uh, No Way Home was last year, right? That yeah. fell under last year. Yeah, nothing's going to do what that did. No. Uh, but yeah, that's. I tell you, so that's how we went and saw it. Uh, I'm guessing you went with all the kids. Yep. The whole family. The whole family, the whole family went, uh, which is going to be interesting because I want to hear how they took it compared. Yeah. Uh, but let's just jump right into the movie. Uh, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to we're going to save our reviews, our, our scores. Yeah. For the f- at, when we're done talking about the whole movie, and I'll kind of tell you how I broke it down. Um, random musings of the plot, the 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 what happened, the surprises, all that stuff. Then I then I like to break down by the the main stars of the movie. We'll talk about each one of their performances. Then we get to the Easter eggs, and then I did a uh, the the biggest questions for me left unanswered by the movie. Yeah. But before, knowing that, knowing that we're going to review it at the end, I do want to give a score out because when I immediately left the theater, mm-hmm. I got in the car with Hayden. I said, "You like the movie?" Now she said, "Yeah, it was fine." We'll get into off the air some problems Hayden had over the weekend on yeah. why everything was just fine for her, but. Uh, Immediately as I left, I was like, "Well, I'm a little disappointed." I yeah. called it about a three point two five when yeah. I left when I left the theater. Yeah. Now, spoiler warning for my own self, uh, that changed drastically by the time I had thought about it for a few days. Like I kind of said, uh, but let's just jump right into it. So, uh, first off, you and I talked via text. I somehow avoided a lot of spoilers. Yeah. So. I mean, I knew who was all in it. I mean, everybody knew that Professor X was going to be in it. We didn't know the yeah. extent of the what Illuminati was going to be in it based on some spoilers. Yeah. There was rumors that Wolverine, Deadpool, all of they yeah. might all pop up. Uh, uh, there was rumors of Tom Cruise as the superior uh, yeah, Iron, Man. Iron Man. A lot of, a lot of silly things, which was si- – that to me was the ultimate silly one because he's so new that why would you throw it in there? Yeah. It didn't have a big enough – like the Illuminati, which is in it, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I just think it was the n- nostalgia of those memes that go around of the Avengers from the 90s and him being... That would have been cool. Yeah. And I would have taken him as just a variant. Yeah, but I would have To too. call him Superior Iron Man or something like that. Maybe Iron I, Man... I think that's just what the internet was calling him. Oh, I don't I think that was Marvel's... Well, yeah, because he's Tom Cruise. Yeah. And he's, so, but so, so for me, saying that I was didn't have any spoilers, I knew they were going to battle, but I did not realize that the big bad, the major bad yeah. of the movie... Was going to be the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, and they kept that a pretty good secret, and because I didn't realize it either. And based off, that, that's what I meant too when I texted you and said, "Believe nothing. And yeah, just go see the movie." 
And that happened so fast in the it movie. It did. And I did that's what I didn't expect. I expected they were going to fight at some point. I just didn't expect that Wanda right onto the bat is going to be like, "Oh yeah, that was me." Yeah, and we'll we'll kind of we'll get into more by the end of this of of big questions and stuff with Wanda. But the other thing I didn't expect, and, and I don't know what I was expecting, but to me the Doctor Doctor Strange is uh I won't say a more uh, analytical or heady of the Marvel Universe, mm. but I did not expect this film to be nonstop action from the get. Yeah. And it pretty much was. Yeah. From... From America showing up. From America showing up to getting to the stronghold for all of the sorcerers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, I Ram- can't remember Tar or, or yeah. whatever it's called. Uh, to hopping dimensions. I mean, the downtime... Was very small. The really the, didn't really get into significant downtime, and I mean significant. I mean it's very small to like the third act. Yeah, and then it was just to build up to what was happening. Then you just had to take a breath. Uh, so I was, that was like, that actually wasn't the first thing I noticed about the film. The first thing I noticed about the film, and I want you to tell me where you're at on this too. Um, this is the first time I had a problem with Benedict Cumberbatch's hair. It looked like a helmet when he waked up. Woke up in the scene. It looked bl- dr- drastically fake when he woke up from his dream. Yeah, and it bothered me the whole movie. I did. I didn't notice that. The only one where it looked natural was Evil Doctor Strange. Yeah, and it it was so much so that I went back and looked at pictures from the other movies, and it never looked as bad as this. Hmm. Almost like it grew out more. Yeah, and that so therefore it was poofed back a little. But I was like, oh, it's Lego hair. It looks so fake. Like I'm gonna have to go look yeah, for it now. Yeah, it would just it, it. This doesn't even do it justice. Yeah, it just look and don't get me wrong. I, I'm, I'm nitpicking. I'm, I told you I've already improved my rating on it. But what the, let's let's talk about the first act though, and let's talk about the the. So we were so we were surprised with the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I thought, and even I, I almost went through the first third of this movie thinking. Well, she's still not really the bad guy. Something's going to happen. They're yeah. going to redeem her when we see Mordo. It, that's who's going to be the bad guy, or something with the like he's going to betray the Illuminati. Yeah, something there is going to happen. Well, yeah, because they planted seeds with that with the last movie, where you're expecting. Yeah, him we're going to get into that too. Yeah, uh, but yeah, because he said at the end of that last movie, or at the last movie in the post credit scene, that was one of the big post credit things. Yep. He was turning on him. He was going to kill all the sorcerers, all the magic users, or whatever he was going to do. Uh, so I kept watching the whole first third of the movie, which I feel like the, the 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 really the dividing line for the first third of the movie for me is probably when they get to the Illuminati. Yeah. And then that, and from the Illuminati until... That he gets to uh, the evil Doctor Strange. Yeah. That starts the the final act to yeah. me. So the first, the beginning act, like I said, it, it, we saw what I liked about what I liked about the the way the movie was edited compared to, to the trailer is a lot of the stuff we saw in the trailer was from the opening, yeah. literally the opening credits of the movie, except for like the Illuminati stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was the only real. Ex- and, and and seeing evil Doctor Strange, but you yeah. like uh, what did they call? Uh, uh, what do they call the squid in the movie? I don't remember. Gargantuan or gargantuous or something. Something along those lines. They did couldn't use the real name because yeah. it was associated with Sony. Yeah. So they couldn't call, use that. But uh, so the big squid monster. Yeah. And then there was the other demon that was after him in the thing, which mm-hmm. you thought was going to be like a major bad. Both yeah. of those were 
high quality major bad guys. Yeah, that they just got rid of right out of the gate. Um, and then you saw, I mean, you get America right away. Yeah, um, almost, and we can talk about it when we get to her performance here in a little bit. Uh, and, and I had to write it down. So chill, Gomez. Yeah. I had to write down the pronunciation for it. I didn't even know how to pronounce. it. I so. looked it up today because it's spelled X O C H I T L. So and and I've looked on many sites. It's so or Sao Chell. Sao Chell. Sao Chell. Okay. So yeah, I was gonna call it Exaltal. Exaltal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Excelsior. Yeah, Excelsior. <laughs> which, that's you know that's a little bit of Xavier though. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, but so that the I was I was. In the theater, the, my big takeaway, even though, and I'll tell you kind of why when I left, I was a little bummed about it. Um, it, it. I was pleasantly surprised for the first third of the movie. Yeah. And then when they, obviously, uh, when they get, and, and again, the, the, the three acts feel like very different movies, and I like that about it. So I like when they do it. Uh, but I think the reason, I can go ahead and jump, kind of the way it, the overall feel for me, what I didn't like initially was there was a big deal made about this as the first Marvel horror film. Yeah. It did not ever at any point, except a couple of scenes, one being Professor X's death. Yeah. Did it feel like a... And one being the reflection scene. Yeah. It never really felt like a horror movie to me. Uh, So... And that's why I want to know about your kids. You took your kids. Yeah, and I I warned them ahead of time that this was supposed to be Marvel's horror movie. And people are mad that it didn't get an R. Yeah. I I don't know why. Who gives a shit what the rating is? They, there was a jump scare or two that kind of freaked them out a little bit, but they were fine with it. Yeah. They didn't have an issue. Um, I think the horror aspect, though, was the Sam Raimi Evil Dead type. Well, horror. it had deadites in it, which yeah. is the next thing I had in my note. And not only did it had deadites, it had um, some of his uh, demons that he's used in in those in the chaos, the uh, ghost things at the end of it. Yeah, the, he's used those in films. And what I liked it. There was very much when it came to the horror parts, mm-hmm. he had a lot of practical effects. Yes, and, he did. And the so the um, this is an Easter egg I'll mention later. But the Defender Strange is what we'll call him because yeah. he's wearing the outfit from when he was a member of the Defenders with Hulk, Namor, and Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. That outfit from the very beginning, which was the quote unquote dream. Yeah. Uh, as soon as he died, I was like, oh wow! But when they showed his body, I was like, well, that guy's coming back because this is a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah, and he already looks like a deadite. Yeah. So well, and they showed the zombie strange in one of the last TV yeah, spots. Yeah, but that, again, that was a bit of a red herring because we thought maybe that meant the Marvel zombies were yes. going to be, which we've seen them in the animated series, and mm-hmm. we're going to reference that in some of the Easter eggs here in a little while. Uh, so I was expecting that when yeah. they were hopping. I didn't expect. I, I didn't quite see the until they started talking about the dream walk, and even then, yeah. by that time, I'd forgotten about him. Uh, but for me, one of my favorite parts of the movie, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, um, I saw a meme today. It was a the Trojan horse, and they had Sam Raimi as the guy pulling it up to Troy. Yeah, and Troy was Marvel, and inside it says Evil Dead Four. Oh, that's. That's clever. Yeah, uh, that might need to be like my uh, uh, my profile pic on Facebook for a while because that's as I thought more about it. That's kind of where I started leaning towards in my thinking of the movie. Uh, I will say though, getting back to like which would be the second act when they got to uh, Red Means Go World, which is a yeah. great, eight 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 three or something like I can't remember eight three eight eight three eight. Yeah, but I love the name Red Means Go because that's yeah. funny. Um, Oh, I do want to give a shout out. Well, we'll, we'll do it in an Easter egg. But uh, when they got to that world and we end up seeing with the big reveal with the Illuminati. And yeah. obviously, 
it, what was funny is I almost thought they were going to give us a red herring there because when he goes and the smartest man in the universe and they gave us Reed Richards, John yeah. Krasinski's Reed Richards. I almost thought, oh, they're not doing Professor X because yeah. they gave a little pause and it's like they threw us a monster curveball. Yeah, they did. And just hired him to do a voice. But then he came out and I look, but even before that. When he, when we heard the Baxter Foundation, yeah, I elbowed Hayden. I said, "Oh boy, the Fantastic Four is coming." And she goes, "I don't know what that means." I go, "It means this is going to be amazing." I, I leaned over to Will and said the same thing, and he got excited. Yeah, and, and so when they introduce Black Bolt, they they pan down. Well, they start down and pan up, and I'm like, "Oh, it's Mister Fantastic." No, it's Black Bolt. Okay, I want to start there, because Black Bolt is one of my favorite characters in all the Marvel Universe. At Bugs Comics, you have a discount category for you pick your favorite character. Yeah. As long as someone else doesn't have it, you get a discount any book that the, he appears in that you buy. Yeah. Mine's Black Bolt. Name of my bike is Black Agar. Yes. Yeah. I've got a logo on there. Um, I did not like his uniform. Yeah. It was very CW looking. It was very much the TV show that he came from. Yep. And I felt like he could have got an upgrade for the movie. Now... Still talking about a Sam Raimi movie, so it kind of fits the Sam it, Raimi it goofiness. Does. But I just didn't quite like the outfit. It looked, yeah. it looked, put it this way, it looked like a real comic book outfit. But I think it could have been maybe a little bit of armory, maybe maybe a little yeah. more Batman style. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah. updated a little bit, but leave it shiny. Yeah. So, but so I I wonder if they did that though, just to say, look, we acknowledge the TV shows are out there. We brought in the same guy. He's got the same costume on. Well, we're going to talk about that, too, the connection between the TV show and this yeah. for the Illuminati. Uh, and maybe it was their way of saying, hey, the TV show also sucked. Yeah. Let's give that guy a little bit of a swan song, uh, yeah. which I, I guess we can go ahead and talk about that, too. Were you excited or upset about how, not necessarily how easy, but how the Illuminati was just dealt with and discarded after they were brought in? I was mixed on it. I really enjoyed seeing them. I wanted to see more of them. And yeah, she went and attacked the the stronghold for the the sorcerers. Yeah, but there was a lot of nameless people in that. There yeah, was, there was a lot of Easter eggs in that too. But there was a lot of nameless people in that. Mm -hmm. So that wasn't a weighty as death. But I will say, going back to that, the reflection part was awesome. I've got that, that in the Easter eggs too. But that was awesome. But yeah. the the killing of the Illuminati made sense because it, it gave you two things. One, we knew she was powerful because she was dealing with the sorcerers like she was. Yeah. But that gave her, like, oh, no, she's godly, ungodly power. She's a god. She yeah. was. I told Dwayne, I go, she's practically Thanos yeah. at this point. And then, two, it gave you, with little context, some characters to care about that were dispatched relatively easy. So yeah. it emotionally... Especially how well one it was creative how Black Bolt was killed. Yes, he tried to talk anyway. Yeah, and I and I I enjoyed how they died. It was yeah. very entertaining. I just wanted more of them. Um, and we're going to talk about their performances because I did list the Illuminati as people I want to talk about. Yeah, uh, but it was it was awesome. Here's the only if there's one negative to the scene, uh, we didn't see Reed Richards' power being used. No, he now, tried stretching. And, and then, then she stopped it. Yeah, and she unraveled him. And you saw him zip in real quick. Yeah. Um, she unraveled him like a uh, Twizzlers, yeah. which was funny, like pulling pill Twizzlers. Yep. Uh, which I've got theories about that, too, why we saw it like that. Um, so I was happy. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, and it was enjoyable. 
But it, like I said, it did leave me with a slight bit of disappointment that mm-hmm. we didn't see enough of them. Yeah. Um, I will say of the all their deaths, though, the one that felt the most impactful was Professor X's yeah. because he got in there. He did. And he found her subconscious. And then like a champ, she fucked him by saying, hey, I'm still in here, too, and snapped his neck. Yeah. And that was a jump scene for me. I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. Got him. Yep. <laughs> you know. Uh, I did like that they gave him the... Uh, animated series wheelchair oh yeah yeah that was that's an easter egg that i was gonna put x-men 97 yeah. was the wheelchair uh also um it, it was we, we'd seen it once when she stomped but this was the first use of america's powers where are you at on how her powers always make a star i kind of liked it it's very much a Raimi thing. Like yeah. it, it fits like him creating it or him. I don't know if he'd come up with the idea, but it seems like it would come out of his head. Yeah, because I don't. I only time I've read anything with her was Young Avengers, and I don't remember them being stars. I'll have to go back and look. Yeah, but I liked it. Yeah, and I didn't know I would until, like, it was a little like the the gates being stars. Okay. Yeah. The but the punch and stuff that was kind of cool. Yeah. Like, and what I liked about it is because she had stars on her outfits. And I think the reason it's star-shaped is the same thing because at one point, Doctor Strange tells her, no, you are in control of your powers. Everywhere you've sent us has been the place we needed to go. So she doesn't know she's controlling it. She clearly likes the star shape. That's her outfit. So that's how it manifests. She has more control over her powers. Like So I think that, like, you know, something, if we see her again, like we can, and we'll talk about that, uh, like if she's mad, she can do different shapes, or yeah. you know, because her her and subconsciously they're making stars right now, yeah, because that's just her. Uh, but I thought it was cool, yeah. Uh, I guess you know we we see them escape, and at that point, uh, Rachel McAdams' character is comes along for the ride. Yeah, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, uh, I can't. I, we're, the we're, night nurse. Uh, yeah, we're dying on uh, names for the main characters in these last two movies, but. Uh, Anyway, so she she comes along. He's you know he clearly from the very beginning from the wedding in his in the six one six timeline he's in love with her. But the very next place they take her is is the beginning of the the final act of the movie, and they get to I don't remember what real I don't know if they gave us a reality, but it is for lack of a better term we're going to call it the what if Marvel world. Yeah. Um. What what was it? Uh, I haven't found oh, it. Okay. Uh. Is uh. We get to a very destroyed world where an incursion has happened, and we'll talk about the incursions mm-hmm. and the Easter eggs in a little bit too. But that's where we come to find out that not only is what if cool and I we enjoyed it, but it's also canon. Yeah, because we see evil Doctor Strange with the third eye. Yeah. Um, so I question if it was him at first, but I was talking to Kaylee about it tonight, and he said he lost his whatever her name is. And I was just thinking, oh, she broke up with him too. It's a different version of it. But no, I'm guessing he meant he lost her as in she died. Yeah. And it might not be that one, but it is a close enough to where you know that that reality is canon. I believe yeah. it is canon. I believe he's... Um, and that gives us probably one of the most fun battles in all of uh, the Marvel cinema. Because it, even though it was serious and it was weighty, it was fun. Yeah. And... It even seemed odd for a Sam Raimi movie to have these notes because they looked almost cartoonish. Christine Palmer. Christine Palmer. There you go. And they looked almost cartoonish as the notes materialized. But it was two different songs blended together by uh, Danny Elfman. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think Bach and someone else. I can't remember who it was. But 
it was an awesome battle. Yeah. And it it was so cool too that it came down to one light note. Yeah. Because he just did that one simple strum. Uh, and there was a lot of cool stuff in that scene too. Uh, that you know how. Uh, well, after that, where she uses some of the stuff in the Sanctum Sanctorium and, yeah. and stuff like that. But so that really got us going to what would be the final act of the movie where I mean that where he figured out what he needed to do. He got a copy of the Darkhold. Yeah. Because the the Book of Ashanti was destroyed. Yes. And so they had he had to use the Darkhold, which is what the whole film and we I guess we're under the impression that every strange in every other universe is a dick. And you know, well, he kind of is in the comic too, though. Yeah, he can be, but he's good. He's yeah, a, he's a good guy, but not but all he, the other ones are good. Yeah, he, yeah, because he's always been a character that's he's willing to break any rules to get what he thinks is right. Yeah, that's true. I, I'd buy that. Yeah, so he, yeah, uh, but they 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 hammer it over the head that you can't mess with the dark hold but yeah. that's literally the only way he could do it and that's where we get to the plot twist which i loved is when she says but you know how are you going to dreamwalk and he said who said that your yeah. counterpart had to be alive so he dreamwalked back into this regular and that's when we go full sam raimi movie yeah he digs himself out through the grave he looks like a dead eye with all the bad i mean great uh, makeup job, but yeah. clearly a makeup job. Yes, and he goes after the Scarlet Witch, who's in uh, what's it? Uh, Mount Wondergore. Yeah, Mount Wondergore, which is a cool place in the comics too, and where we learn that it's not just where the Darkhold was written, but the actual entire castle is the Darkhold. Yeah, and everything that we've seen in every other multiverse is derived from the yeah. transcribing it from the, the, there. The books are copies. Yeah, of what was written there. They're copies of what's on the wall. Um, and we get there. There's some very big things. Oh, you know, I guess we should we should bring up too. At this point, uh, Wong has been thrown from there. You don't know if he's alive or dead. Yeah. In the third act, I mean, and sometimes it's halfway through the second act when she gets there, he's tossed away. Yeah. And then you find out he's holding on and he's still alive in the third act. Uh, and he makes a big save. That's no spoil. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, we're spoiling everything, but no, there was no shock. So he makes a big save when the battle happens. The, and, you know, he shows up, he harnesses all the dark magic to get there, and then he harnesses controlling dark forces mm-hmm. to make himself a, essentially a ghoul cape yeah. that flies him there. And then they have a pretty good solid battle. Yeah. Um, and for me, I guess, even my takeaway, the first viewing, it was a very satisfying battle because me and Hayden were talking from the very beginning. At some point, she was going to, herself was going to convince her yeah. that what she was doing was wrong. Yeah. And and you knew it was going to come down to her kids. Yeah. Now, there's this show that I listen to on um, a podcast called Confused Breakfast Podcast. Mm-hmm. They have this thing in movies where they say, um, every once in a while they'll call about, hey, who's the most punchable face in this movie? Yeah. Was her kids the most punchable faces of this movie? I'm not saying they were bad actors, but weren't they just uh, were they t- as annoying to you on screen? Every yeah, they came off a lot more annoying in this than they did in WandaVision. Oh, massively so. They actually seemed more natural. It the whole that universe with her Daywalkman, which I think we established was eight. No, that wasn't eight three eight. That was a different one. No, that was eight three eight. Oh, it was eight three eight. Yeah, because she was able to dreamwalk into that one. Oh, that's right. Wasn't that the um the uh, just. 
it felt completely fake, like it was a different world comparative yeah. to WandaVision. And I guess WandaVision was fake. Yeah. You know, but it didn't it just I it didn't feel right. Yeah. Now, it seemed off. Yeah, and it was the kids. For me it was the kids. And the other thing that was glaringly missing, and I think it was supposed to feel this way, was a vision. Yeah. So we don't know who their dad was or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, and I've, I've got that in in the big questions about the white vision. He's out there in the world somewhere. So yeah. we'll we'll get into that later. But, um, you know, so essentially, how she's defeated is that America shows her, you know, sends her, gives her yeah. what she wants, puts her in Z- the world with her kids. Zombie Strange convinces America that she knows how she, to use her yeah. powers. She's always put us where we needed to go is what yeah. he tells her. And so she sends her to the world that she's already been in once and sees her kids and actually confronts her kids and scares the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. And then her own, the other Wanda, the good Wanda, I guess, for lack of a better term, A38 Wanda, she tries to protect them and then she realizes she's a villain at that yeah. point and she knows she's wrong. And then she snaps out of it and she knows what she has to do and that she comes back and she destroys... The Darkhold. Yes. In every reality. Yeah. That's so we think. We're, we're That's what we're that, left. And, yeah, that's what they tell us at the end. And she destroys the one there, and she destroys Mount Wondergore. Yeah, and then she, quote-unquote, dies in the process. Yes. Comic, so, comic book death, though, so... Yeah, and we're... That's that's a burning question. Yeah. Um, so, so that, you know, and then, and then we get... Then, then what's left is we go to... You know, Doctor Strange, America does realize she has her powers. He takes she takes them back, puts everybody back where they belong. Mm-hmm. Um, she then is left to train, which I don't know what I feel like there. Yeah, that feels, feels like it came out. Of, it feels a lot like Ned having magic powers to me. Yeah, kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah, a little silly, but okay. She's gonna train there. She needs a family structure, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I would have been more satisfied if she wouldn't have gone looking for her mom's. Well, we're, I'm gonna we're gonna pose that question a little bit too um, yeah. about where where that character is going. So, and then we uh, flash forward to the uh, end of the movie. Doctor Strange is leaving the house, leaving the, or the sanctum, and he walks outside. And then the the cool music from the battle hits. Yeah. And he drops down in pain, and his third eye opens up. Yeah. Okay, now here's where Hayden kind of she enjoyed the movie. In fact, we talked about it a lot a few days later. And she really enjoyed it. Uh, again, I'll tell you why Hayden's enjoyment was downplayed mm-hmm. for a few days. Um, and I agree with her. She, you know, she's a kid. She gets confused when things don't make sense. Like, like a plot hole in the movie will really eat at her. Yeah. Um, the mid-credit scene did not feel like a good edit. Yeah. Because he, we see him at the very end of the pre-credits fall in pain, and in the mid-credit scene, everything's hunky dory. Yeah. When Clea shows up, played by Charlize Theron, yeah, and cuts a hole in the fabric reality and says, "Are you scared?" and his eye opens up, he goes, "Me, never." It felt too quick. It did. Like I, I was in such pain. Now I'm living with it. Yeah, I, I get why they did the third eye, kind of make it like the other strange that used the dark hold. I didn't think it was necessary though. Okay, so the third eye to me is one of my notes. It looks stupid. It did. Um, also. I have a question: Is why he has a third eye if the dark hold was destroyed? Yeah. Why I get that it can it the dark hold takes from a little bit from you or, or never lets go of you or you're different yeah. or whatever they say, but if it's destroyed, it's not going to do any more. Yeah. I mean, even if he's got five percent uh, evil in him now, 
at 5% gives him a third eye. And I, like I said, it looks stupid. And I even put, it looked great in the animated yes. version. I did not like it on evil or regular Doctor Strange in the movie. I didn't mind it on the evil version just because of how he looked. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it looked better. But I think adding it to him takes away the difference between him and evil Doctor Strange. If you would have just left him with the two eyes, I think you would have. Everyone would have felt like, yeah, this is our Doctor Strange. This is the good Doctor Strange. Yeah, he he made it through. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I just it was, and then you know, and then we'll go ahead into the post the post credit scene. Yeah, which was and and one of the the Easter eggs I have, I'll just get it out of the way. Um, you know, seeing Bruce Campbell in any movie is happy. It makes me happy. Yeah, seeing him in a, in a Sam Raimi movie where that Spider Man with it's this yeah. it makes me extra happy. And then seeing him beating his own ass like he did in Evil Dead 2 yep. with his own hand is the best callback. And even though Hayden didn't think it was funny, and uh, my neighbors Justin and Lindsay, Lindsay had never seen all the Sam Raimi movies, yeah, so she didn't get it. But if you've seen Sam Raimi movies, that was the funniest thing in the whole movie to me. I was cracking up. I laughed my out fa- loud. My family was looking at me like, what's so funny about this? Well, yeah, they should if they don't know. Yeah. Which, but still, uh, you know, it... It's not probably the post-credit scene that people want, but it's the one we deserve from a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah, and if you think about a lot of the Marvel movies, they've gotten to the point where the mid-credit scene is the important one, the post-credit one is yeah the the silly one. Yeah, yeah, I buy that. Yeah, that, that works too. Uh, we don't. Uh, when at what point are we just going to get like a full movie next to those credits? Yeah, while it's going. Uh, but that's that's the movie, and I know that was a long way to talk about the movie, but I do want to get back and break down performances of the movie. And if unless you've got anything that we want to talk about, like notes from the movie itself that that we didn't get into. No, I mean we hit a lot of my points. Um, it was cool to see John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Yeah, I, after I, all these years yeah. of speculation, and he looked amazing. He did, and I've got more questions about that in the in the burning question segment too. Well, along those lines, I can understand why they didn't do Tom Cruise. Because every alternate reality we've seen, besides Spider-Man, it's the same actor portraying the different versions. And I thought of that, too, except in Loki. Loki gave us variants, and Loki had very different Lokis, from alligators to the old guy to female. No, that's true. So that was was what makes it possible for me. I, I still don't believe that Sylvie was a Loki. I don't I, think so either. I, I think she was in the the Enchantress, and I think we'll find that out in season two, which would could could be cool too. Yeah, um, and it'll make it less creepy when they when they bang. Yeah, and yeah, very much so. Um, <laughs> got a real got, uh, a, got although, a much more weird vibe than Luke and Leia kissing, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but, doing yourself. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't Lannister cringe. No, God no. But uh, the, yeah, that was the other Which, thing too. Was by the way, I don't have it in my uh, uh, throw it to somebody segment, yeah. but uh, I am going to watch the House of Dragons. Oh yeah, that's going to be the most incest ever put on TV. Oh yeah, so I'm going to. Oh, I'll watch it too. Today. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not down for incest, but I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it when it's J.R. To- uh, George Tolkien yeah. or not Tolkien uh, Martin, Martin George yeah. R. R. Martin. So yeah, the other rumor I heard around the time Loki was done was. He was going to show up in Doctor Strange. Yeah, there, there was a lot of that because he opened up the multiverse, right. and then this was the multiverse. Um, yeah, yeah, and then, and obviously that none of, there was a lot of red herrings out there. Yeah, and that was one of the things that bummed me out was I was hoping this would tie it all together. I was hoping point. to just see him in the background. Yeah, um, 
you know, are somehow connected. Yeah. So I, than, I guess Loki might tie it all together. It could. So, but because you got one mention of Spider-Man and what happened. Yep. But I understand that because originally this was supposed to come out before Spider-Man. Right. So they had to rework that in. Um, I also felt like I wanted to see more of the what-if stuff, like the actual zombies. Yeah, and yeah, and, and more when that you did get a little. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll get into some Easter egg stuff in a little bit, yeah. but yeah, I wanted. I don't know. There were some there were some extra things that could have not altered the plot of the movie. Yeah, that would have been nice to see. Yeah, because there was rumors that uh, Michael B. Jordan was going to be in it as Killmonger on the Illuminati too. That would be see that would have I would have almost liked that more than um, the Captain Marvel we saw. Yeah, because. You know, it wasn't Monica Rambo; it was Maria Rambo. Yeah, and she kind of went out like a bitch. She did, considering how powerful she is. Except she's lasted longer than yeah. everyone else, but Professor X. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, they still—it was still a battle. But yeah. you know, the way we got Captain Marvel in in six one six, yeah, wouldn't have went out like that. I don't. think. No, she wouldn't have. I think she could have actually flown at the speed of sound and decimated Wanda. Yeah. So. I did like the Captain Carter death because it felt like the Captain America zombie death. Yeah, and there's a lot of there was some there were some great moments in that scene that we'll get into in the Easter eggs, mm-hmm. which are good callbacks. But let's get into the performances. Okay. Uh, we'll start with uh, the Benedict the first Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, outside of his hair, I think he's really you know after what three films now or two films, two yeah two, two films solo films and then the Avengers stuff. Yeah, so three films now. He he's clear. I, I know there's a lot of talk, and and I don't know. I'll, I want to ask you your thoughts on him being the new uh, patriarch, our, our architect of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. replacing the Robert Downey. I certainly think Benedict Cumberbatch has the chops to do it. I think yeah. his character, kind of like Iron Man, has got a little smugness to him, and he's powerful enough. And he's. I think one of the things that makes sense is to not have him as a Sorcerer Supreme yet. Yeah, because. Wanda had to kind of die, mm-hmm. and and we'll talk about that more in a little bit because she was too powerful. Yeah, even if she was a good guy, she was too powerful to to make stories make sense. Yeah, um, so I think he settled into a real good role. Yes, um, um he's kind of like Robert Downey Jr., where I don't know if I could see anyone else playing it that well. Yeah, he's just uh, again like again like Robert Downey Jr who throughout his career has had like early had his struggles but his, his, the, the final act of his career they're just good actors. They are. They they're arguably two of the better actors in all of the MCU. Yeah. And and, and that for Cumberbatch obviously he's classically trained. Yeah. But yeah, he his he he does even as this strange and and especially I think more so. I think actually he was better in No Way Home. Yeah, uh, because he really conveys emotion, smugness, uh, arrogance, and and naivete mm-hmm. all kind of in the same even kill. That I know that sounds like an insult, but it works for what Doctor Str- a doctor. Yeah, and I think he's good at it. Yes. So I, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. We're not going to rate each actors, but I thought, okay, you know, we've seen three movies with him, and he's never disappointed. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the next big one would be Elizabeth Olsen. As I think she keeps getting better in her role. I do, too. I do have some questions about the level of 
I guess, I guess on one hand, I was disappointed with how far into the deep end she went. Yeah. But on the other hand, if she left WandaVision and she was reading The Dark Hold the whole time, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, I feel like, though, there's a whole story there that we don't know. Yeah. And I, they could go back and touch on all that yeah, at well, some point with a miniseries. Something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the one thing that did bother me, though, was her accent was all over the place. Her accent is constantly all over the place. Um. It was very constant in the Avenger movies. And then I get why they did it in WandaVision, because she was in the sitcom and acting like she was an American. Well, and that's what I was about to say. I wonder if this, is she, if her brain's still messed up from there. Yeah. But I would have liked some context. Yeah. Instead of just making it, because she's a good actress. In yeah. fact, she's the most talented of the Olsons. Yeah. and But I would have liked some context to make it feel... Because on the surface, it's easy to say, God, she's really botching this fucking accent through this. Yeah. Um, so her, so to say her performance is both uneven and amazing, it's because I think it's some choices that they made as a film. Yeah. Uh, but when she went dark, she was very good. She, yeah, she was. was. So so I, I'm into that. Um, I, I do want to get to the other Benedict, mm-hmm. Benedict Wong. Uh, I needed more of them. Yeah. Yeah, the, them together is just amazing. It's the screen. best part of the two movies, yeah. I think, when because they, they really fall into without trying or without forcing a buddy comedy. Yeah, and they're very good at it. Yeah, like when he finally bows to him at the end, it's good stuff. Yeah, but again, at some point we do need Strange as a Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, uh, and, and I know it'll happen. Yeah, by the third film. Yeah, or whatever happens. But I like this relationship of them better than in the comics. Where Wong is more comes off more as a servant, yeah, with yeah. mystical knowledge. On this, he was just a um, part. He was a he was not. I don't want to say lesser, but he was like a half step down the rung of his contemporary in yeah. power. But they weren't. They were still equals. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll get into Clea here in a little bit about that too. Yeah. Um, but or Clea, I don't know how they pronounce it. I mean, there's a lot of fucking names I'm not going to pronounce here in a little bit. <laughs> Uh, but I, I mean, as he's great in yeah. everything. Also, uh, you look at his picture on IMDb or, or in his on Sync mm-hmm. when he wears his glasses. Doesn't look like doesn't no, he does like one at all. Uh, they didn't touch on why he's fighting abomination though. I know. I was wanting to see if they they mentioned that. Yeah. But oh well. Um, I I, I accidentally forgot to put before I get to this. Uh, we'll get to Rachel McAdams. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she did anything wrong. I don't think there was anything noteworthy about her performance. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, the scene where she had to protect his body was clearly her point in the movie to shine. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I'm, hey, Rachel McAdams is, is never bad. She's in one of the most... One of my... It's not a guilty pleasure because it's just a fucking pleasure. She's maybe the best part of one of the greatest movies ever in Mean Girls. Yeah. And, so, and she's good to look at. And she's fine in this. Uh, here's yeah. what I'll say about Rachel McAdams' role. I, I, she was on screen enough, and I've never really looked at her enough. I did not know she had a mole over near her left ear. And it's a pretty big mole. And I kept seeing it in every scene. I was like, oh, Rachel Adams has, McAdams has a big mole. I think I've noticed that before. Yeah, never paid attention for me. But uh, So let's get to the... Um, I'm going to say Sao uh, uh, Chill, Sao Chill, whatever. Yeah. Gomez. America Gomez. Uh, Chavez, to the very end. Because um, she's the one getting the most flack. Let's get to Patrick Stewart. Um, the only thing I could say about Patrick Stewart, and it's nothing he did wrong, because he is the definitive Professor X. Although, um, 
uh, what's his name who played him in McAvoy. Ma- James McAvoy is also a pretty goddamn good Professor X. Yeah. Um, I felt not because he did it on purpose, but I felt his age made him still seem like the Professor X from Logan than it yeah. did the professor than the X Men movies. Yeah, I noticed he looked a lot more aged than we were He's, used to. His voice sounded aged. Um, it, it was just not something you're used to out of Professor X. Yeah. I'm glad he was sitting down every scene, to be honest with you. So. Except for when he was in her. Oh, yeah, life. yeah. And then he was moving good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he that, that's like an old suit. He could fit into that thing all the time. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I put these two girls together because I don't know that you could geek out more and then do less than what Haley Atwell and Lashana Lynch did as Captain Britain and... Captain Marvel, yeah, or Miss Marvel, whatever her name was in that one. Yeah, um, I think she was Captain. Marvel. I think she was too, yeah. because we did get some uh, a few micro moments of, of Haley Atwell, but the whole world's been clamoring for a live action Captain yeah. Britain, especially after what she did in What If, because yeah, her What If stuff was really and, good. And considering that role was created for Haley Atwell, yeah, um, it felt kind of like a waste. Yeah, I, I don't think they did anything wrong, but both characters they they died. Their fight was a little too chaotic to get any character development or, yeah. or shine. Um, really, one line that was delivered we'll talk about in the Easter eggs for Captain Britain, Haley Atwell, yeah. um, and, uh, Captain Carter, whatever you want to call her. Yeah. Um, and, and then, you know, and then it was what it was. Now, the person outside of Professor X that got the most lines, uh, of course, I mean Black Bolt, just kidding. Yeah. Uh, John Krasinski had a good amount of lines. He did. Um, for the, the length of time he was on. Uh, did he d- hit a home run? Yeah, but was he being John Krasinski? Yeah, but that's what Reed Richards needs. Yeah. Just for him to be John Krasinski. And that's why everyone's wanted this for a decade now. I do wish they would have cleaned his hair up a little bit. Yeah. He was a little long. I would have liked it a little more tight. Yeah. Just to see Reed. Yeah. I wanted to see Reed. Now, don't get me wrong. That guy's Reed Richards. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. I like Miles Teller. Um, who's the other guy? Ian Griffold? Yeah. He he was okay in a bad movie? Two bad movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, two you, you forget how bad the Silver Surfer one was. Yeah. Uh yeah, and and Miles Teller yeah, okay. A, a David Cronenberg film that didn't work. You know? it, it was Ultimate Fantastic. Film. I know, and it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I uh but he for for what he was on and we're going to get to the Easter egg thing here in a little bit, too. Here would have been a little throw for you. Have Miles Teller show up as Reed Richards, throw everybody off, but have him become, uh, I don't remember what his name is when he moves over to the 616 in the comic. Oh, when he... The, yeah. the maker? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, when he becomes a big bad. Yeah. Um, one of the cooler drawn scenes ever when the Hulk is destroying his thing and he meets him. Yeah. That's a pretty cool scene. He's like, enough, beast. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name, uh, but Edgio Four, um, yes, Mordo, yeah, uh, he's back. He's a great actor. He's yeah. great in that character. Uh, I don't want to get into it because of the burning questions. I want to get into it, but he does fine. But I did want to skip us right to the end in America Chavez because she's getting some shit on the interwebs. I don't see why the because tr- trolls be trolling. Yeah, um, and and the now here's my only problem with her performance. Uh, we didn't get a real deep backstory. No, we didn't get. We she was thrown at us from the very beginning with no context. Yeah. So we don't know why her personality is the way it is in it. Mm. We don't really know her age, but she clearly comes across as like young. Yeah. 
And I was thinking like. 13, 14. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think she did anything wrong. I think the actress did fine. Um, I don't think she was given room to be develop as a character yeah. in the film. Um, for Just because of the way, like I said, it started and then it was a roller coaster. Yeah. And when she when there was downtime, there was a good scenes with her in the Red, Red Means Go world yeah. in 838. And then there were some scenes that I really didn't like with her in the learning sorcery. That was yeah. kind of silly. But... Other than that, the downtime, she was unconscious or something. So yeah. so of all of the Young Avengers, only Kate Bishop has really gotten developed. Yeah, so I think she had an entire series. It. Yeah. Um, and we're going to talk about that series in the Throw It to Somebody segment, too. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I think that's right. Um, now, did you buy, because you just brought it up there, and I know you've really been uh, hanging on you think Young Avengers is coming? Mm-hmm. Did you buy Kevin Feige saying the, there is not going to be another Avengers movie? We're done with Avengers movies. No, I think that's his way of saying don't expect the big Avengers. Yeah, maybe it's going to be the new Avengers or yeah. the West Coast Avengers or the Young Avengers. Or the, or the Secret Avengers. Or the Secret Avengers. I could see them doing Young Avengers as a series and it be West Coast Avengers. Yeah. That's what they call it. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd buy, I'm fine with that. But... Yeah, so but I think she's. I don't. I'll be honest with you. I know it's clickbaity and I know it's trolls. So I haven't even read the specifics complaints that they've been giving for America's character. Yeah, um, I just felt like, and we'll get into it in the questions part. I just felt like it. It wasn't bad. It just left something to be desired yeah. for me. Yeah, uh, it certainly was. Did not. She did not hurt, ruin any scene, and she mm. did. She just. In fact, her character as a whole, I want to know more about it. Yeah. So in that sense, they accomplished that. And I think they gave people that know her just enough to like be like, yeah, that's her. The, the two moms and the jumping through. Yeah. Yeah. And the two moms is the reason it couldn't play in Saudi. So, yeah. you know, fuck them. Yep. Uh, sorry. I want my podcast to play there. There's a lot of people there. Yeah. Uh, well, let's jump to the Easter eggs. And I didn't pick every Easter egg, but I picked the ones that were fun. Because some of them were a little obvious and, and as we go through here if you have some too mm. certainly shout them out um i already hit on defender strange i really like yeah. that they gave him that outfit uh at one point one of the weapons he brought up was an axe looked like a war axe that yeah. was the axe i'm guessing that was the axe of uh angaramas or anger anger anaramas that and, and i could i don't bring a lot i mentioned it a couple times through here too there was a lot of spells that they make a big deal out of a name in the comics yeah. that he used in the movie he just didn't name them yeah but they clearly were those spells and i thought that was a cool easter egg all on its own yeah because if there's one complaint i have outside of no way home the first one he didn't really use spells he just did stuff yeah it almost he, he could have been his hands around and could have been did it. yeah could have been called telekinesis yeah uh, but in this one it felt like they were doing more spells and I enjoyed that so um, I enjoyed the no way home callbacks with the multiple conversations like um, there were two there was the he talked about Spider Man shooting webs out of his butt yeah and the other one was the the quantum math of the uh, yeah. universe is weighted toward one life or something like that. Which is exactly what he said to Peter. Yeah. In that, so I, I enjoyed that. Uh, I liked Rintra the Minotaur. Yes. Who's an alien? Yeah. With magic abilities, I liked. I, w- I want to see more of him. Yeah, yeah. Because to me, that's a Korg. Yeah. You know, only Korg. The one thing Korg has going for him is is uh, Taika's voice. Yeah. But 
I think that could be awesome. I'm going to have to buy all the Doctor Strange toys for Wills because to... he loves that figure. Yeah, to so, build Korg? Yeah, yeah, he wants to build it. Oh, no, the Mintog. Min- yeah. Well, did you see the other set that's out is uh, Build Korg? Or is the, it? The Love and Thunder one? Oh. It's Build Korg, and he looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and it's the one with the suit that he's wearing in the, the trailer. Yeah. Uh, I loved the... Uh, she went totally the ring on that reflection entrance. She came yeah. in all crazy girl yes. had to bend over uh i felt like that was sam raimi paving tribute to a, a horror movie yeah um i talked about the uh, well hey we saw a real living tribunal when they were yeah. going through the worlds um speaking of the worlds i can only assume that animated world was a spider-verse world could be i, I hope that's that's a touch of bringing that in there yeah um the sands of nasanti which they used to knock them out in yeah. the comic books that actually negates magic ability yeah so it was cool that they used it and it's an hourglass in the comic books yeah that they've used so um the dream walk that possessed wanda lived or the dream walk wanda yeah the 838 wanda she lives in the exact same house from wandavision yeah that she conjured which is kind of how they tied it all that dreams as your look into your other realities. So that that was her dreaming of that house. Yeah. She was just stealing from the reality where she had those kids, which I thought was a nice Easter egg. Yeah, to tie it was. that together. Um, again, we, we mentioned this before, and it led to Reed, which is the bigger reveal, but just from the moment they said the Baxter Foundation, which is yes. the Fantastic Four. Which also, my other thing was my favorite thing that Reed did talk about is that he talked about this family. We have a Fantastic Four. Yeah. And in this Fantastic Four, they got kids. Yeah. Which means we've got a Franklin Richards who is arguably the most powerful MCU character. Yeah. So that would be very cool if that's what we end up seeing, uh, which we'll we'll get to that. Uh, the uh, oh, we, You hit it on the Professor X chair from X-Men 97. Uh, I think we should talk about the word incursions. Yeah. That could go a long way to set up you know there's a lot of what is going to be the next mega event yeah secret wars could be a both a way of giving us the next mega event mm-hmm. and also not giving us an avengers movie but giving us a, an avengers team yeah um for those that don't know incursions is what called caused secret wars the original secret wars where heroes no i mean it, not the original yeah. the, the well the, 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 hickman. The, new, the hickman secret wars which was Again, we talked about Fantastic Four and some characters that he... Because Hickman tied a lot of his runs together. uh, His ultimate Fantastic Four, his uh, Avengers, and where two realities were colliding and it was going to destroy the 616 universe and the Illuminati... Yeah, had to stop it. They it, it was destroying all of the realities. All of so the realities. a lot of them had already disappeared. Yeah, because the 616 universe is the prime universe, mm-hmm. that one can't be destroyed because it can't it'll it'll disrupt all realities. Yeah. And so it's a big deal. Yeah, and um, it was going to that point in Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom teamed up to stop the incursion and created Battle World. And that well, Doctor Doom pulled a fast one like Doctor yep. Doom do and created Battle World, which was pretty fun too, which would make for a good T V series. Yeah. Um kind of like Loki. You yeah. know, it would be kinda in that vein. Um So there they think there could be ties to the original Secret Wars though and bringing in the Beyonder playing with all the multiverses that could be cool yeah um and that's where the russo brothers said they would come back for a secret wars hey that would be an cool 85 too. secret wars that would be very cool too also um a beyonder would be a good bad guy yeah we also have yet to see a real life watcher which would be cool if we do yeah. see it. that would you could get a watch. Uh, we got the post credit scene with uh stanley talking to him but yeah, yeah 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 oh that's right i forgot about that uh we haven't seen do much yeah, yeah about that um 
Uh, I like that the uh, drones were voiced by the same What If actor that voiced Ultron. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Ross McQuarrie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Captain Britain used the exact same Captain America quote. I can do this all day, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, Speaking of quotes, Professor X quoted himself Mm -hmm. from Days of Future Past. Just because someone stumbles and loses their way doesn't mean they are lost forever. Yeah. Same same line, same delivery, everything. Yep. So, uh, and then we, so... The other Easter egg was something else we talked about that I really wanted to mention was 616 Mordor has already tried killing Strange, which was a post-cutter scene that he's told us. Yeah. and Well, he hasn't come for Strange yet. He went for Benjamin Bratt's character that was used magic so he could walk again. Well, I just mean oh. Strange says it. Yeah. Says somebody's already tried this. So yeah. we've seen that, and we'll, we'll ask that question a little bit. But that was a couple of the Easter eggs that I saw. I think I, I don't know if that went over any, but was there any other ones that... I, I don't think I have any more... Then we just need to jump to unanswered questions. Yeah. So let's start with uh, the first one. Uh, who is Clea Charlize Theron character in the MCU? Because in the comics, she starts as his understudy. Yeah. This one's clearly as equal. Yeah. Uh, she's Sorcerer Supreme, Sorceress Supreme level in this one, which she does become in the comic a little bit. Yeah. And she becomes his love interest. Yes. Which I think is smart. Getting past the Rachel McAdams, yeah, the, 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 the Christine, Christine Palmer, yeah, get it past that, yeah. So I think that's clever and good, but how's this going to tie into future MC? Because you can't do that and, and then pull a Mordor and go away from it and ha- yeah. let it happen in between films. Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know because I think they're going to stick with the multiverse. She's obviously from somewhere in the multiverse, the Sorcerer Supreme, someplace on a different. Reality. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it ties into Loki and Ant-Man where they have their own kind of section of the MCU. Kind of like how Guardians is the cosmic area. Well, this is going to be the mystical time uh, dimension hopping. Yeah. I would love to you my 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 hope for where she what's she gonna fit, how she gonna fit is that they do show up in Quantumania. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Now I expected maybe that to be one of the post credit scenes in this, but it wasn't because yeah. that's you know but still. Um it, it, either way, it, it's good to see I mean, the world's always great when Charlize Theron's on screen. Oh, yeah. And by the way, have you ever seen uh, The Long Shot with her and Seth? Yes, Murray? it's good. It's the hottest she's ever been, and she's been hot. Yes. And she actually is very hot as the bad guy, Cypher, in those awful Fast and the Furious movies. Never seen any of them. Oh, God, don't watch them. And just watch the still frames of her. But yeah. she, But she's, she's like... Like high, royalty, yeah. beautiful in all the movies. Two she, days in the valley when she's in oh, the laundry. Don't even. Yeah. Uh, but so I'm happy to see her, um, yeah. and I'm happy to see her as a counterpart to Benedict Cumberbatch. Also, kind of makes sense on the big screen to me. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited about that. So the next big question I have, and if you have some questions, throw them in. Uh, is Wanda dead? I don't think so. No, especially the way she doing interviews. Yes, because <laughs> she has said before the movie came out she wants to say no more no mutants. More, yeah, and now she's saying she wants to be a mutant. So, so. I have a theory about that. Mm-hmm. She's not going to say no more mutants. No, they're going to give us a red herring, and she's going to say something like "bring forth mutants" yeah. or "give us mutants," and she's going to comb- bring them into the reality somehow from another yeah. something. I think they could play on it, the famous line, and yeah. give us mutants. Um, now, if she's not dead, is she redeemable? I think so. I think they can play 
Well, it could tie into Doctor Strange 3, where he's trying to get rid of the dark aspect of the Darkhold, and he redeems her at the same time when she when she does come back. Because she killed a lot of people in this she movie. She did. In a lottery. She killed the Illuminati, for fuck's sake. And, well, and she's already hated for what happened in New Jersey, yeah. so... Yeah, a lot of difference. Uh, yeah. A lot of, di- a lot of the, the things to... Not difference, but a lot of things to redeem, and I but think... She, the, the comic character's gone through that, too, because she could, yeah, killed they did. Hawkeye, and she said no more mutants and wiped them out. They could also bring her in from another reality. Yeah. A, cra- a, a, a Like a dying reality. Yeah. And it could create for an interesting character who never did anything wrong, but is still hated by the people that are in the 616. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did think it was fun how he said, I can get you back on the lunchbox. Yeah. That's that's fun. Uh, maybe, maybe we see High Evolutionary in Doctor Strange 3, where... He's living inside Wanda Gore and saves her. Something like they, that. They have ties in the comics, so yeah, that's not bad. Um, and kind of a sub tie to there. Are we going to see White Vision? I think we will at some point. We have they to. wouldn't introduce him just to let him sit on the shelf. And for those that don't know, White Vision has also been a Vision in the comics. In yeah. fact, White Vision was the Vision in the greatest side-scrolling uh, Avengers game of all time. Yeah, stand-up arcade. Uh, so I will be excited to see that. Um. So, we did see the Illuminati. Are we going to see the Illuminati again in 616 or any other universe? Because we know they can happen. They just died so easy, and it's such an important name yeah. to throw out. It feels silly to, to not use it. Yeah, and we haven't even seen all the characters that were in the comic version. Right, right. Because, like, Namor was one of them. We're never, I doubt we're going to see a sentry in Probably ever. not. Um, if we see a Fantastic Four, we're going to see a Namor. Yeah. And well, he's rumored for Black Panther too. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, which also makes sense because Atlantis and, and yeah. uh, Wakanda fight, go to war. And they already teased it in Endgame where there were just earthquakes in the ocean that Wakanda was investigating. Yeah, yeah. So, um, also super super strong and durable yeah. and powerful. So that that could make sense. Uh, but and, and like I said, I just think that. That's a big one. Yeah. It's what fans are going to want. Uh, even bigger, does it mean we will or won't see a John Krasinski Reed Richards in 616 universe? I think we will. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I think this was the way to finally sell him on it. I think now it's do you, can you get Emily Blunt on board? Yeah, that would be that's a good. I mean, I don't necessarily think you need Emily Blunt. No, I don't either. But people will flip out if the the real life lovers or yeah. the on screen lovers and I, I think and they work would, well together. Yeah, and I think she would be great at the role. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the other part is you just got cast the other two roles. Yeah, and that's it. Um, is uh, now that we saw Black Bolt, we talked about is Inhumans the TV show canon? I think Marvel's not going to say anything because they haven't said anything about Agents of Shield. And they've barely said anything about the Netflix shows. And they're just saying they're continuing the shows, but yeah. they're not acknowledging the fact that they're out there. So I think, if anything, they're going to say, well, that happened on 838. Yeah, that, then that's the way they could handle it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to glaze over these other two because we call us one of the questions I had. Will we ever see what happened with the Mordor and the 616? It feels a lot like uh, Vader tracking down Jedis and killing them. You know? I, I think we might see that as a subplot in 3. Something like that. Or... Yeah. Maybe in what if? Yeah, something we'll see. Uh, the, and another one. Will that third dumb-looking third eye be around forever? I hope that's what they take care of in three is clearing him. Of- yeah, 
uh, giving Thor his eye back. Yeah. You know, um, next question, uh, and these lead, the next two lead into each other. Uh, America Chavez series, is that coming out? I don't think we'll see her own series. I think she's going to be part of the Young Avengers when they bring her in. I, I think if they do a Young Avengers, mm-hmm. I think they should do it by giving them all a series, how they gave them all a film before they did it. Yeah. And I think you could do a six-part series of her finding her parents. Here's the thing. Like I said before, I don't think she crushed it in her role, but I don't think it was her fault. Yeah. But I think what they did is gave us enough plot threads, like there's only one of her in all of the multiverses. Yeah. Um, and she needs to. Tr- she wants to find her moms. Yeah, that's a that's a mini series. Yeah, there's a lot to come across through that, and you can do a not not just a villain of the week, but also a uh, it can be a team up show. She can have a hero of the week every single episode. You can get that what if feel where it's a standalone story every week, but and you it do all a live ties action. together, yeah. or they could do it animated. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever they want to do. Um, how, that brings up the question: When I how did Wanda find out about America in the first place? We got that's and they could answer yeah. that in a series. Yeah, I, I I'm assuming it's something with the dark hold when she was peeking into realities. So yeah, well that brings me to my next question: with the dark hold gone, mm-hmm. how is that going to affect and is that what's going to set up giving us a House of Harkness series, which we know is on the way? Yeah, that could. That's got to be that breaking of that's got to be what releases her. So yeah, be in, and will she go on a redemption tour? Because if it's her own series, I don't think she'll be the villain. Yeah. Loki but, wasn't the villain, you know? Yeah, but, the, I mean, they could go the Peacemaker route where she's the reluctant hero that is yeah. kind of an asshole. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. But but she's not a villain in the book. No, she's not. So, this could be... She, she's dark at times. Yeah. And she's manipulative. Oh, yeah. And they could definitely play into that. She's a, she's the uh, the head, mar- uh, uh, head of a private school in every English movie. She's not a bad guy per se, but yeah. she's strict, mean, and... Un, non-likable. She was introduced as the babysitter for the Fantastic Four's kids. Right. So uh, again, they could that maybe that could her series could lead to that. Yeah. I got a new job. I'm yeah. Be a babysitter. Um, and then the final one, and we asked this earlier, and I hope it's the case. I hope in into the Spider Verse we see two people fly across the screen, bleep in and bleep out. Yeah. I hope that tied us to the Spider Verse, which is its own multiverse world yeah um and that that's all the burning questions that i had yeah so i have a question about america is how did she get her powers and that's something i want to see is she a mutant yeah yeah or did something happen like with captain marvel where she was buying infinity stone the character like i said was enjoyable enough we got to get some backstory on her i don't even know in the comic i haven't read it i I actually don't either yeah because uh, the only thing I've read her in was Young Avengers, and she was established by that point. And I would like them to explain her powers. I know it's multi- dimension hopping. Yeah. But when she punches thing, is that harnessing the power of dimensions, or what is it? Yeah. What can, what's doing it? Yeah. Because it feels like she could just walk through. Nothing can trap her. Like, didn't you feel like sh- she didn't know how to use her powers yet? But you can't keep her in a cell. No. It's impossible. So They did pretty well, though, in 838. Yeah, but she didn't know she could use yeah. them yet. She, and I guess she wasn't panicked enough to set it off uh, yeah. until she punched it. Yeah. And then she was good. Um, uh, and so the other question I had was, they originally established what universe the MCU was, and it wasn't the 616. It's the MCU, which yeah. is its own universe. Yeah. It was like 1828 or something yeah. originally. So that's a, good, that's a good point, too. It should just double whatever 616 is. Yeah. It should be the... Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, I like it as its own standalone universe. Yeah. They can call it 001 for all I care. Because really, 
DC is embracing that with their comics right now, where Earth Prime is actually Every, the TV show. Everything happened. Yeah. Uh, DC's new logo, which, by the way, somebody asked me when I posted... Uh, I can't remember what I posted. There's like, but so where do you think this is going to, let me ask you, where do you think it's going to happen with Dark Crisis? And I oh, said, I think, that, that was Verbi. I yeah, saw it was Verbi. And I yeah. said, I think Dark Crisis is going to convolute even more and it calls a reboot yeah. or at least a soft reboot uh, because DC's motto right now for those that do read the comics or don't know is everything matters and everything happened. Yeah. And that's really a bad way of telling stories too. It is. But my daughter's excited because she gets to continue these stories she's watched for years on TV now. Yeah. Because Batwoman and uh, Legends of Tomorrow have their own comics. Yeah. And for me, uh, with this dark crisis coming, it means everything matters and everything happens. It means they might not fuck with Nightwing, which is, I think, the best comic series going. Yeah. It's the way I felt when there was this big epic X-Men crossover happening Mm -hmm. and Joss Whedon's Astonishing X-Men was running. I was like, oh, so this doesn't count. Yeah. And it's okay because this is beautiful and this over here is garbage. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, So let's... And what what else do you have? Other no, I questions? think that's it. Well, then let's do this. Let's get to our final rating, and I will kind of start considering I told you it was a 3.25. Yeah. Um, the next day I woke up thinking about the movie, and then the next day Hayden really decided to come around and talk about it. So I got to thinking about it a lot. Uh, the third act of this movie really, really de- devolved, I guess, for lack of a better word, into what a Sam Raimi movie has always been. Yeah. Evil Dead, like what you said, Evil Dead 4 or Army of Darkness 2 or however yeah. you want to call it. Um, and because I love Sam Raimi movies so much and because I like that so much, I went from a 3 to 5 to giving this a 4 out of 5. Yeah. And the more I thought about it, even though it still didn't feel like a horror movie to me, it felt so unique as a film comparative to the other Marvel movies, even compared to its own Doctor Strange franchise, Yeah, that I think it should have its own special place. I think its detractors are wrong, Yeah, and I think its supporters are a little off. Yep. I don't think it's brilliant, but I think if we're, I think what it is is Sam Raimi returning to movie to returning to Sam Raimi style movies. Yeah, and now he's saying Darkman's coming back, and mm. so I'm on board. Yeah. So, I was the opposite of you. After I got to thinking about it, my grade went down. I walked out feeling like I did with Black Widow, where I liked it, but I was underwhelmed. Yeah. Um, There was very cool stuff in it. And originally, I was thinking like 425. But the more I thought about it, I'd say 375 to 4. Okay, so we we landed in the same area. Uh, Maybe a little lower for you, but yeah. It's a very unique movie. I enjoyed it. It, but I didn't walk out with that feeling I had after Black Panther, Infinity so War, Endgame. Let's play Tom's game. Yeah. And I'm doing this off the top of my head. So let's give it a uh, over-under what I'm going to give you. Um, Captain America, First Avenger. I'd say over. Uh, this is an easy one. Thor, Dark World. Over. <laughs> um, all right. Then let's go Captain Avenger, uh Civil War. Under. And so, yeah, so that puts it in Black Panther. Yeah, under. And but it, so and then the original Thor. Probably over. So it's in the middle of the pack. Yeah. I'd say outside of Iron Man the Avengers, like the first movies of each one of these series is kind of the weakest of them. Yeah. Except for Thor 2. But Yeah, Thor 2 is a bad movie. Yeah. Um, but, know, it, I mean... It, even it, it being it, a bad movie, it was still, still entertaining. Enjoy- yeah, uh, yeah. Bad Marvel movies are like 
pizza. Yeah. Even if it's a topping you don't like, it's still pizza. I also look at it differently now after watching Endgame and seeing those revisited scenes where Fat Thor showed up and kind of... Yeah. It, it gave it a lot more impact. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a middle-of-the-pack... Uh, I mean, I gave it a four, and it's in the middle of the pack. That yeah. says more about the quality of movies it's up against yeah. than the movie itself. I mean, yeah. it's just it's a good movie. I will watch it again when it gets on uh, Disney+. Plus. Uh, I'll buy it on Blu-ray because we have everything else. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, so is there anything, any other closing thoughts before we uh, throw it to somebody? It, it was the second best multiverse movie this year. <laughs> and well... It is right now. It is it a firmly planted it too. Well, because no, because Spider Man was technically last year. Oh, well, that's true. So the first one this year would have been what? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, well then let's start with throw right. it to someone and give us that movie. First off, how'd you watch that? We went to the theater. Aaron oh, and I did. okay. See, I didn't know it was in the theater. Yeah. Um. Um. It's. I guess it got wide release. I was very surprised yeah, by that, and I knew it was. Here's my thought, though. I thought it was already released, and we yeah. just hadn't seen it streaming yet. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Uh, and everything you've told me, and you give me your rating, but everything you've hinted at, it's we got to go see it. I, I loved see it. it. It was a five out of five for me. It's hard got, five, too, from what I've read from yeah. everyone. Um, it takes the multiverse, kind of turns it on its head a little bit. Um, Michelle Yao was great. Short Round was great. Okay. Um Basically, it's like the dream walking where you jump into yourself in another reality. But to be able to trigger this, you have to do something uh, very weird. So okay. like the first time she does it, she's instructed to put her shoes on the opposite feet and then focus on this room where she shows up. And so there's another scene where they're fighting and Short Round has to... Uh, I don't remember his name, so he's always short round. But yeah, he was short round in Indiana Jones and, and yeah. the Temple of Doom. Which so is... uh, he's got to learn how to fight, so they tell him you have to put paper cuts between each one of your fingers. Ooh. And so you see him I don't want to talk about that anymore. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm cringing the whole yeah, time I'm watching it. I want to watch it, but I don't want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so they're... Uh, they... Is it a long movie? Uh, it's a little over two hours. Okay. So it, there's a lot to it. Then. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it really comes and down... And Michelle Yao's great. She is. Um, and it comes down to a story of a mother-daughter relationship. So as a parent, you really appreciate that aspect of it, too. Yeah, I got that from the trailer. I think they sold it well, but yeah. I didn't expect it to be deep. You yeah. know what I mean? I expected it to be... Well, yeah, because I'm like... It's kind of a fantasy, kung fu, sci-fi type thing, but they there was a lot to the story. And that's your favorite multiverse movie, yes. even though it's not officially a Marvel multiverse yep. movie. Uh, who directed? Do you know who directed? Um, the Daniels. It was two guys named Daniel. Huh. I wonder what they've done also that got them to that. I hadn't seen anything. They wrote and directed it. Okay. So I'm going to, I'll probably, here's a deal. Missy probably won't want to watch it. Yeah. So I'll probably wait till it's streaming on a platform, and then I'll watch it. I took Aaron to it, and she's like, I have no clue what this movie is. I'm like, I'm going to love it. You'll probably enjoy it. It's your gross point blank. Yeah. I walk. I wandered into a free movie night with my college ID and said, let's just see. It's got John Cusack in it. Yeah. I like him, and it was one of the best values of all time. Yeah. Um, there's random movies show up on these streaming apps. Like, for instance, uh, we, we were looking for something to watch, and Peacock mm-hmm. has um, the... Uh, the the old suit or the the something it's it's a, a movie I've been wanting to see for a while mm. the outfit okay and it's this tailor 
who is also a courier box for the mafia and okay. all these different and and something happens one night where one brings in a package where all these different rival mafias come after it and he has to protect it huh and it came and it came out to like a 90 percent on rotten tomatoes and yeah. it just popped up on peacock i'm like how do i miss i mean yeah there's got to be a better way for me to find out when new movies come out on that or paramount yep. or something because yeah. you have so many options now it's hard to keep yeah. track of everything yeah uh, you you brought up uh, it, for people to give you a context on where I think Multiverse of Madness sets in, you said it's your second favorite multiverse movie, which is a clever way of, you know, us segueing into the everything or yeah. every what what's it called? Um, everything, e- everywhere, all, all at, at once. once. Yeah. Um, I also I meant to say this earlier. I I enjoy the movie a lot, but the Batman is still the best superhero movie of this year that I've seen. I would agree. Uh, but that's not in a way. But I will go. Since we are still talking on the superhero thing, and we kind of mentioned Hawkeye earlier, mm-hmm. uh, you caught up on Moon Knight. Yeah. So Moon Knight is come and gone. Yep. Um, I got I've got uh, two ratings for not two. No, I got two ratings for Ozark, which I'll talk about in a second. I've got a rating for Moon Knight, um, and I'll, I'll just spoil it right now for me. And, and I feel like we're going to do a, a deeper dive into it at some point, like when Bender comes on. Yeah. Um, I gave it, I gave it a four point five out of five. Yeah, I said after the second or third episode that if this thing sticks the landing, it will be my favorite MCU Disney Plus. Yeah, Hawkeye's still my favorite. Mine too. They didn't fuck up the landing, but it felt like they the landing was uh, not as stellar as the actual flipping and twirling throughout the series. Yeah, it started very strong, and I thought the more we got into it, the more Moon Knight we'd get, and that really wasn't the case. Yeah. Um, I do think that their post-credit scenes left us to where we can see the character again and take yeah. it the direction that we feel like it should go. Um, and we saw both Moon Knights when we did see them be able yeah. to fight now, uh, and they didn't get rid of the split personality. So I, yeah. we saw a lot of good things in it, but it felt like episodes one through five were this show, and then it should have been six, seven, and eight. That's yeah. the way it felt, but it was only six. Yeah, I, I even feel like. One and two were really good. Three and yeah. four were down a little bit. Five was amazing. Yeah, and then five was good. Six was back down. Um, it, it did give us. That said, it did give us a new superhero. It did. Marvel's Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's what I call it. Yeah. Uh, but a new and and I like that it's an Egyptian. See, like I've always said, and and I don't think anyone ever takes us out of context when we say this or ever take that. I don't like when you do something uh, not woke, but something progressive just for the sake of being progressive yeah they gave us an egyptian hero that and it makes sense yeah and i thought that was awesome yeah i uh, did too yeah and, and she was a cool character throughout the whole she was a great actress and did well throughout it she felt very female indiana jones-ish yeah and now she's got superpowers and they and it was an origin story that is believable i think they did jake lockley well too by not I, the throwing him in fans earlier. wanted him so bad, yeah. But I think that that part they got right. Because by the time you got to five and you haven't seen him, I'm like, I kind of don't want to see him. Maybe yeah, post credit and yeah, set him up for the next. Don't muddle it yeah. and demean it. Yeah. No, they gave him little screen time, but impactful screen time. And some of those blackout scenes earlier in the show might have been him too, and we don't know. Okay. That's one thing I want to touch on. Mm-hmm. There was some things in this show that even if I didn't enjoy the whole final episode as much as the first few episodes, the penal or the ultimate fight of the movie mm-hmm. between him and uh, what was uh, uh, Ethan Hawke's character's name, 
uh, whatever uh, it was. Yeah, I can't remember. Between those, Harrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between those two. Yeah. Didn't happen on screen. It happened in a blackout, and that was Jake Lockley. Lockley, yeah. because she goes, "What was that?" Yeah. And he goes, "Stephen, was that you?" And he's like, mm, "Wasn't me." Yeah. And that was awesome. That was because I'm like, though, oh, even though we Jake. didn't see it, even though we didn't see it, it was like at the beginning when they first did. That yeah. is smart filmmaking. Very smart. Yeah, I love and, that. And that was one of the best parts of the early episodes was you blacked down, he was someplace new, and you're like, holy crap, what happened? Or he's bloody, yeah. you know? Um, so, yeah, I, that there were still parts of the final thing. i tell you where it, where it kind of lost me. I thought the battle between Khonshu and, and Ahmet yeah. was a little silly when they were giants. Yeah. Um, I don't think we need it. I, what they did to make me feel really like the comic book, though, is they took Khonshu and they put him in that limo. Yeah. And they said, oh, Mark is way more messed up than he realizes. Yeah. That was awesome. Yes. The the big giant stuff and kind of the other gods, I don't mind them being a part of the story. I don't think they gave us much. Yeah. So. It's oh. funny, too, because I saw complaints about um, in Eternals where the... Um, Celestial was coming out of the earth and kind of froze. Yeah. And like, well, that's kind of a big deal that you'd think other people would be involved. Right. So would giant gods fighting in Egypt. Yeah. I I guess that's the one complaint about the MCU is these big things happen, but only... Well, and that's, you know, kind of like in the comic books, in the the Marvel comics, more importantly than any other comic book company... There's so many superheroes in New York, they should be uh, oh, randomly yeah. bump into each other during a fight. Yeah. So that was one of Aaron's complaints is like, well, why didn't Spider Man show up when they're fighting in the street? Right. Like, well, they want to keep these separate, yeah, have their it, own thing. We just have to yeah. take it the good with the bad when it comes to continuity like that. Yeah. Um, how about let's do it again? Let's go back to the game that Tom stole from some of the other podcasts mm-hmm. uh, Moon Knight versus Loki. I think I like Loki more. Okay, Moon Knight versus WandaVision. I would have said WandaVision, but Friday I rewatched the whole thing before we went and saw Doctor Strange. Yeah. Those first handful episodes don't hold up when you go back on a rewatch. Uh, we just love the fact that we were getting weekly TV that we wanted to make it amazing in our well, heads. Well, and... When you didn't know what was going on right. and trying to figure it out, it was so much more impactful. But then when you're watching it, it's like I know. Yeah. I kind of want to skip to episode four where Monica they show everything outside of the yeah the yeah. Dome, I the get hex. that. I get that. So that so put, I I would probably put Moon Knight above it. So Moon Knight falls right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's for me, it's Hawkeye. Um. Actually, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki are kind of tied. Mm-hmm. What if, actually, Moon Knight? What if Wanda? Okay, that for me is. I mean, and I'm calling what if, uh, you know, because it's canon. Yeah, we've learned. I, I I put it down at the bottom, but I might go back and rewatch it now. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with that, and I think if they would have gave us an extra episode or two, it would have been could well, have been better. They did have one more episode, and it got cut because of the pandemic stuff. Oh, that makes and sense. And it was supposed to be Tony Stark and Sakar, and that's where the Gamora from the final episode came from. That that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that could that could make sense. Because so. Will walked home today with a Lego set from his grandparents for his birthday and it was the Tony Stark Sakar armor. Oh, that's and he, cool. And I'm like, do you know what this is? And he's like, no, I just thought it was Hulkbuster. Yeah. And I'm like, well, read it. And he's like, what's what's Sakarian armor? I said, well, Sakar was Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. He's like, 
well, I don't remember that. I'm like, they had to cut that one. Yeah, that's awesome. What yeah. about, what do you got next on the, the throw it to whoever? So I know you guys have talked about it, but I finally watched the after party and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was like, it's not Clue, but it's a longer version of long form and Clue for me. Yeah, and for having a show where you watch the same story every single episode just from a different point of view, it worked the, very well. The animated one was clever, man. It was. Super clever. Yeah, they kept each one fresh by doing something different in them. Yeah, uh, all likable characters, even the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, spoiler warning, there is a bad guy. Yeah. And uh, we won't get into it, but yeah, I, in fact, uh, there's a new... Well, I can't remember. Is it a new series that me and Missy just watched the trailer for or a new movie? I can't remember. It's, um, man, what was it? It was, but that Sam, whatever, the, the black guy that's from After yeah. Party, who I've now like in everything. Yeah. He's going to be in this, and he's the, uh, oh, it's a new movie with uh, the Incredible Shrinking Woman, uh, 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 Fat Amy from Pitch Perfect. Oh, uh, yeah. Now she's slim. Yeah. Whatever. What's her name? I can't uh, remember her name. Oh, God. But anyway. Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson, yeah. yeah. So she, she plays, There's a in high school, she's a cheerleader, the most popular girl in school. She's the going to be the prom queen, mm-hmm. and they drop her from the pyramid, and she goes into a coma for 20 years, and when she wakes up, she's Rebel Wilson. Yeah. And she has to... And she thinks she's still the, she's got the mentality of the high school girl, so she goes back to finish high school. Yeah, and clearly the love interest is going to be him. Yeah, the, uh, the you know that guy, Lil so, Ray. Yeah, no, not Lil Ray. Wow, it's not Lil Ray. Thought it was. No, see, we're being very racist now. Uh. Right now. It's uh, Lil Ray is from uh, Get Out, and our our and and us and all that. So, yeah, uh, I was, I thought it was him. I thought I looked it up. Here we go. It is. Oh, that is the complete wrong movie that I just looked up. After Party. Oh, yeah, he was in Vacation Friends. I think I'm getting those mixed yeah, up. Yeah, see, you're being racist. Yeah, I am. What's Someone his... has to because Missy's not on. Yeah, that's right. What is his name, though? And why do when you look up the After Party does a million different things pop up? Sam Richardson. Sam, I knew I, I was, uh, He was from... Uh, I was trying to call him Chris Sam. Pratt. Uh... Yeah, the, the Back in Time movie yeah. or whatever. And I was calling him... Uh, Sam Wilson, which is also still racist somehow. Yeah. Uh, so it's both of us. Yeah, but yeah, he he's he's awesome. So he's in this other movie coming up. But okay. like, I can't I can't wait to watch him. But yeah, I love the after party. Um, I did mention a while ago that I did finish Ozark. Yeah, and I do have two different ratings for you. Okay, it's a four out of five for the series. Mm-hmm. It's a three point five out of five for the final episode. Yeah, mainly the last ten minutes, fifteen minutes. I don't have a problem with how it ended. Yeah, I just don't know that it was very. I don't. It didn't. Missy didn't like the ending much more than I did. It felt right. I've read some interviews on why they made the decisions they did, and it makes sense. Yeah. If for for lack of a better word, uh, uh, a phrase, uh, we'll go to Wall Street. Greed is good. Yeah. Greed wins. Yeah. And that's the way it's supposed to be. I mean, it's not the way it's supposed to be in the world, but that's the way the world works. Yeah. And so that's the way the series worked. Um, I heard a lot of comparisons to The Sopranos. No, I get why people would do that because of how it fades to black and the way this one did it. It was kind of a, not necessarily a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. but they wrapped everything up. Okay. The Sopranos didn't wrap anything yeah. up. Yeah. You know, it just, there was still mafia war going yeah. on in The Sopranos. And this one. They did wrap up the primary story. They wrapped up a lot of secondary stories. But mm-hmm. I think where, for me, it, it the reason the, the last 10 minutes didn't work is they one of the B stories that was going out through the whole, seri- the whole final season with this private detective, 
it felt like it was it was already uh, it was already there was a logical conclusion for it, and then yeah. they put it back in in the in, in what essentially amounted to their post credit scene. Yeah, and that was like okay. Yeah, and uh, I, I I don't again. The whole show is a four out of five. Yeah. Um, and, and we could talk about it more when everybody sees it, because I know some of the other guys are watching it on our show. And uh, Missy still liked it. She still loved the series. It just was a, it was like much, Moon Knight was better on its ending, yeah. I think, than Ozark was. I've only seen the first season because I just didn't want to go through and wait for the next season. So I'm going to knock it all out. Yeah, man. Just be prepared for a roller coaster of hate, love, oh, yeah. and hate for Wendy. Yeah. I don't think there's a more. Unlikable. I mean, there's, there's. It's hard to get more of an unlikable character in a fine than the final season for her than yeah. you, you can get. I heard she's not quite at the Skylar White level, but she gets oh, close. She's pretty bad. Yeah, pretty bad, and that makes sense too. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Um, and to tie into the last episode, I started watching The Gentleman, but it was on in the background. I didn't feel like I got what I needed to out of it, so I'm going to have to sit and focus on it. I think part of it is the accents trying to follow what's going on. Yeah, once you watch it, you're yeah. going to watch it a million times. I, I probably will. <laughs> I, I'm glad you listened to the mind and uh, Bender's argument over Guy Ritchie. Yeah. I like when he said, so he's batting 500. No, he's he's had a couple of turds. Yeah. But, you know. It's funny you brought up Swept Away because you didn't even touch on the greatest quote from that. What was that? Well, he was on the red carpet with Madonna, and someone oh, asked right. him his thoughts on it, and he goes, it's absolute crap. And she goes, shut up. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was kind of, of like uh, the, their relationship spilling into the real world yeah. right there because it was absolute crap. And yeah. the relationship for poor guy Richie was absolute crap. Yeah. Uh, we've committed, me and John were talking about it. I don't think it made it to the air, air, but I think when we were walking up, Madonna just must have Wonder Vagina. Yeah. Because she's had a lot of different guys. And maybe that did make it to the air. I don't know. But, yeah. And I, I feel like she's drove some men crazy. Like I said, uh, you know, yeah. Rodman. She, yeah. She made Guy Ritchie make that movie. Yep. And I still think the residue was there when he made uh, uh, King Arthur. Yeah, so, could be. Uh, I don't know. That's uh, like she gives you chlamydia. She ruins your uh, in, your your creative uh, influencing or your creative yeah. imagination. So uh, I've got one more that I've got, period. And uh, it's funny. It's going to kind of tie itself back to Missouri mm-hmm. like Ozark. So we're done taking shots at the Ozarks. Yeah. One of my favorite shows that is finally back, and the apps, the first three episodes I've actually loved, and that's Barry. Yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't watched it yet. All the same beats are there, the same sensibilities, the same sense of humor. It's all the same show, just continuing. Yeah, and I love it. Yeah, I love everything about it. But what I think is funny, you know, Ozark wrapped up. We're done dumping on a very fake Ozark. Yeah, but in Barry, you know, his girlfriend, the actress in it. Yeah, she's. Her show's been greenlit, and they're filming the first season of that show, and it's called Joplin. <laughs> and it's about a girl, a woman who gets out of an abusive relationship with her husband to try to come out of poverty with her child as a single mother. Yeah. And I'm like, and they're not going to go too deep like Ozark did, but I'm yeah. like, man, what is it about these uh, TV series that want to shit on some towns in Missouri? I know. And I want them to show what she thinks Joplin looks like. Yeah. And, but I'd also love to know... From the creator, I haven't looked up the creator's background. Yeah, Joplin scene. I get why Ozark's picked. Yeah, uh, because the shoreline, the things they talked about, makes sense. But why you pick Joplin? That's what I kind of want to know. Because really, if you were really to be honest, in a abused mother coming, you should have called it Sykeston. Yeah. Hey, look, it's okay, people. I've lived in both. Yeah. Uh, but still, I thought that was unique. But it's on HBO Max. You can catch up. Yeah. It's awesome. 
I wonder if they're going to make it something about Branson next. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is it? The uh, the Vegas of the Midwest yeah. or something. What it, Redneck Riviera is what they've called that. Maybe that do, should be the name of it. Maybe do a casino set in Branson. Or they should. it should be filmed around a family that's trying to keep their theater open with their variety act yeah. and all the backstabbing and stealing of talent that they do or yeah. something. They could either go slapsticky like a you know uh, like a uh, uh, righteous gemstones. Yeah, or I was well. That's yeah. a good one. I was gonna think like the uh, what's his name who makes uh, waiting or uh, uh, oh god oh. best in show and all that. Yeah, stuff. I, I can't think of his name. Yeah, guest. Yeah, Christopher, Christopher guest. guest. Yeah, Christopher guest show type yeah. show too would work. Or you know, or or actually let the uh, let the uh, the family that did. Uh, um, Fuck! Why am I blanking on all the shows? Uh, Shit's Creek. Let them oh, shit, yeah. let them do it, right? Go because I think uh, you know the son would be a great writer for some show like that. Yeah. I think we just pitched a show to Netflix. We'll we'll have to write it out for him. Yeah, we'll have to give it to him. Yeah, uh, but that would be hilarious. So what else do you got? Uh, last one I got is I watched Ride the Eagle with Jake Johnson. Oh, is that the that's that, the one I've talked about on here yeah. before with Susan Sarandon? Yes. Uh, did you enjoy it? I loved it. Yeah, it's a good quick. Uh, it's it's almost like a like a, a batch of fresh cookies. Yeah, it's not necessarily best for you, but man, it's enjoyable while yeah. you while you've got it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm always I'm always a sucker for a good like parent child story and 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 a loose rom com. Yeah, in a unique way, the yes. rom com part only happens over the phone with the sneaky hot Janice, yes. whoever she is. <laughs> and J.K. Simmons was great in it. J.K. Simmons, you know. He's great in everything. Yeah, though. but he's really funny in that. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, one that Missy and I just kind of stumbled on, and we were like, ah, oh, let's give this a chance. We like we yeah. like Nick, you yeah. know, so let's watch it. Good. Just a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, very fun movie. I'm, what would you give it out of five? I think I gave it a four. I think I'd give it a four. Yeah, that's a good. That's a, yeah. that's a high praise for a movie that shouldn't ever get high praise if yeah. you're just thinking about it yeah um susan sarandon great on vhs in it you yeah know? everything about it i like it um i was gonna say one more thing to you but that you got me i, I think i had one more thing to bring up but the, the thought of that movie made me happy so yeah. uh ended on a good note yeah i don't think i can come up with anything else so let's uh let's wrap it up and no one else is here to say bye and hopefully you guys enjoyed us spoiling the shit out of doctor strange we apologize if you haven't seen the movie but that's really on you yeah just pause it and watch the movie and then come then back come back yeah make yourself go to the movie and then listen to the episode or download it delete it yeah. and then download it after you watch it yeah. no talking about butts and no blues but we can say bye and then we're gonna play the music